Okay, so welcome to the second ever She Watchables podcast. Yay! 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 Number two. Number two. That's, <laughs> probably, that's probably not the best way to, uh, no, it's to not, introduce actually. it. But yeah, so any any of you listened to the first one, thank you. Yes. Um, and wow, you're back for another one. That's uh, We are levelling up. We have made it to the September edition. We have made it to September. So this is uh, a podcast where we just natter about uh, some films that we like. Some films that have been left out, perhaps, of other podcasts that yeah. could be similar. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I think this would probably never sort of get covered in another film podcast. Um, probably not. Uh, yeah. I've, and I don't know why, because it's great. It's a great film. It's a she-watchable. It is a she-watchable. So we're covering films that are predominantly British films, but also just non, non-Hollywood films. Yeah, we're leaving We've already room, expanded our remit <laughs> since, <laughs> since last week. The list keeps growing and is international. It is international. <laughs> That's quite correct. Uh, what are our qualifications? We don't have any. We have about half a, a film studies uh, online course between us. Mostly our effort. Do you know what, as well? I, I thought um, this could be a challenge. Mm-hmm. We could uh, try to see which of us can get mentioned on our favourite uh, other, <laughs> other film podcast oh, yeah? uh, first. That would be a good qualification to have, because I, I do have a mention in the bag. Oh yes, I've been mentioned twice. You're a celeb on on the Wittertainment podcast. But, well, I'm just like yeah. in awe now. Yeah, I'm in awe. So I'm I think so. That's that's a you know, that that's a, that's half a qualification. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. That's a life goal. As well. So I think we need to we need to try and and get some more mentions. <laughs> I need to go for my first. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Game on! I'm so jealous. Game on. <laughs> So those are our qualifications. We just like films, really, and we like talking mm-hmm. about them. The film that we are going to talk about today, we thought we would uh, we'd, we'd have a theme. Uh, it's September. Mm-hmm. A lot of teachers and students and pupils have gone back to school. Yeah, poor you. <sighs> Indeed. Poor you guys, we feel. We do, we do. So we thought we'd cover a, a film which features school. Oh, yeah. And going and back to school, particularly. Or going to a new school. We had a couple of choices for this as well. We did. We, we had did. a couple of choices. On a coin toss. <laughs> Literally. On a uh, coin toss. Sing Street won. Sing, Sing Street, Street won, won the coin toss. And, yay. Glad that it did. Actually. Absolutely. We're going to come back to the other one at some other point. Yeah, because yeah. it's a classic. We'll just trail that. But, uh, but yeah, tonight it's uh, Sing Street. It's a 2016 film, if you haven't seen it, written and directed by John Carney, who also uh, wrote and directed Once and Begin Again. Mm-hmm. Once, which we were discussing earlier. That might make it onto the podcast at some yeah. point. You never know. It depends if you think it's she-watchable or not. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, well, we're going to have to differ about that one. So, <laughs> depending on what you think about, about Once. Uh-huh. That might have got you into the cinema to see uh, Sing Street. Have you uh, watched Begin Again? I have watched Begin Again. Any good? Yes. If you didn't like Once, you might not like Begin Again. Yeah. Because it's essentially the same film. It sounds it from what I've read up about it. It, it is. does sound very, very similar. It's very similar. And <laughs> the director apparently didn't have a great time making it. Yeah, I read that too. It wasn't sort of... a. 
enamoured with his cast or he a particular did, yeah. member of his cast. <laughs> yeah. Let's not um yeah. Well, let, not let's, there. let's not slander anybody on our no, second no, no, podcast. No. But yes, apparently, yeah. Yeah, he, he had a bad time. He had a bad it. time. I don't mm-hmm. think Hollywood is his uh, preferred yeah. uh, medium. Sing Street was like his therapy. That's quite right. After beginning yeah. again. Yes. Yeah. So by all means go and watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh it's not a bad film. Yeah. I just don't think it's as good as once, but I'll give it a go at some point. It looks a bit like a uh, music and lyrics esque, though. Yeah, know. yeah. I'd say it's lighter um, than than once. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. worth a watch. Worth a watch. But Sing Street, if anybody hasn't seen it, it's set in uh, the Republic of Ireland in 1985. I think it is mid mid 80s. Mm-hmm. So at that time, the economy wasn't doing well. Now here, here's the this is the setup of the film. The setup of the film is we've got a family. Yeah. The economy's doing badly. Yeah. Um, Dad hasn't had a commission in months. I've watched this film four times and I still can't quite figure out what it is that he does. No, me Any neither. idea? <laughs> okay, fine. So his dad isn't making any money, let's say. His mum's not making any money. So uh, one of the two boys in the family goes to a private school, which we assume is very expensive. Mm-hmm. So they have to cut their cloth. They send him to uh, the Christian Brothers School, <laughs> which is uh, a comprehensive with the motto of be manly. Be act manly. <laughs> act manly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so that's a setup. Connor gets sent to the, uh, the the comprehensive school and he, it's fair to say, doesn't fit in. No. He's a bit posh. Oh, he's, he's a lot posh. He's a lot posh, yes. He speaks French. He does. And he knows, you know, geography and, and things. And he, he, and he wears brown shoes shoes and he is yeah he doesn't fit in bless him he makes a couple of enemies on the first day he does because he doesn't Orchid. quite understand how you deal with bullies Mm-mm. so that's the setup for the film it's got an imdb score of 7.9 oh that's pretty good yeah that is yeah, good yeah i can see that um i went I to see it, it in the cinema oh. at uh, the palace uh, cinema in longridge Oh, yeah, nice. I know, which is, which is still not open. I checked it out and it's still not open. Yeah, um, that's a shame. Due to COVID. Uh, it's had various periods, I think, where it's been closed in the past. Mm-hmm. But it's a lovely little cinema and you can get a brew, you can get a cup of tea in a mug and nice. everyone stands for the national anthem before <laughs> the film. And, Could uh, they have an interval? They don't have an oh. interval, actually, no. I mean, maybe they do on longer films. Because I love that about Walton. Yes, yeah, that is brilliant, mm. yeah. But the whole national anthem thing, it's, it seems a bit cheesy, but it's one of those things that everybody does, so you do it, yeah. you know. You, you just you just get up. But yeah. It's a lovely little uh, cinema. I really hope <laughs> that they manage to reopen it. Yeah, fingers crossed. So we went to see it there. Um, I liked it. I enjoyed it more on uh, a repeat viewing. Mm-hmm. So... My first question is, is it rewatchable and why or why not? And I think it's definitely rewatchable. Yeah, I'd agree with you on that. It is rewatchable. Yeah. Yeah, because you get more of the music out of it more than anything else. Now, it says that it's a musical and obviously music is a huge part of the film. Yes. But it's not a musical in the sense of people sporadically bursting into song song. and dance. It's not. It's not. I've written down. It's a musical that isn't a musical. Yeah. It's a musical that people who don't like musicals can probably actually get on board with and just go with the flow because it just so. feels like part of the, like a normal film soundtrack. The the songs are actually performed by the band, yeah, and they, like you say, I it's know. not people bursting into song yeah. whilst walking down the street. It's not La La Land. Uh-huh. Uh huh. No, they've got great film. a proper good eighties soundtrack. 
The soundtrack is fabulous. And a few really good original 80s style songs as well. Yeah. Like you said, performed by but the, the band, band yeah. as well, like yeah. the kids in the film. So, yeah, it's, it is really, it's rewatchable just from that point. Just for, for the me. songs, I think. Yeah, yeah. definitely. But yeah. then you've got the whole, the story as well. And you have, you have. Yeah, it's such a nice, nice sort of teen Teen romance, teen. It is. I don't know. Teen becomes adult. Grow. It kind of it's grows. It's a coming up. of age. Yeah. Film, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. But without that... being too cheesy and too cliche, I guess. Well, or, is, or is it? Or is it? Um, the next question I've got written down is how British is it? Now, it's oh, yeah. filmed. It's <laughs> set and filmed. In the Republic of Ireland, <clears throat> which uh, makes it technically un-British. Yeah. However, it is a British co-production. Mm-hmm. Um, and I looked this up. Ireland is part of the British Isles. Yeah, I so looked this allowed. up too. It's, yeah, it is part <laughs> of the British Isles. It's definitely allowed. <laughs> it's definitely not. It's a non-Hollywood film, so I uh-huh. think we're allowed to cover it. Yeah. Um, but uh, the director was quoted as saying, Sing Street is a fantasy film. About the American dream. Oh, yeah, that's a good Which, way of plugging exactly, it. Exactly, yeah, I think so. Because it is a little bit, it's a little bit cliched. What's, what's the, uh, I suppose. the strap line um, from, the, uh, from the DVD cover is uh, 1980s, boy meets girl, girl unimpressed, boy starts band. Yeah. Which is, that just about sums it up really, doesn't it? It does. Um, I suppose he's, he kind of starts off being like inspired and a bit besotted with the sort of music videos of the 80s and all yes. that glamour and you've got like Rio in there and and that video is like really like it's 80s iconic. glam isn't yeah, it you know yeah. and so that's kind of starts his fantasy of wanting to be in a band yeah um and then yeah he just he ends up going for that himself so it is that it's that uh that trope of yeah. being Chasing in a band American wanting to be cool yeah and being cool means being in a band yeah yeah so it has. It's got some cliches in it, but it's done in a, in a, in a not very corny way. Yeah, it's not. It yeah. doesn't feel like it's cheesy at no, all. No, really. I don't think so. How many degrees of Richard Curtis? I've got a couple of these. Oh right, I worked on this for a while. I only did for the far one. too long. Actually. I only did the one. Go, on, which go was, for it. Go oh, for it. Just <laughs> crazily obvious. So John Carney worked on Begin Again with Keira Knightley. Right. Okay. Who was in Love Actually? Oh, and it was written by Richard Curtis. That was so easy. Yeah. Oh, and I, I went so all simple. over the place. I went all over the place for this one. Okay. <laughs> that, that one was so easy. Let's go for it. I've got two. I've got two. So, Jack Rayner, who plays Brendan, who uh-huh. is Connor's brother, he starred as Malcolm in the most recent production of Macbeth. Right. Yeah, okay. Alongside Paddy Considine. Okay. Okay, yeah, you know where I'm going this, with this. this. Who was one of the Andes yeah. in one of our favourite films, Hot Fuzz, who was <laughs> who co-starred with Bill Nye, yeah. who was in About Time, which was directed by Richard Curtis. Nice. I think well that's done. four degrees. That's four degrees of Richard that's Curtis. Good. I've got another one, also four. Okay. Aidan Gillen and Maria Doyle Kennedy, who mm-hmm. play Connor's mum and dad, mm-hmm. uh, they played um, brother and sister in the TV version of Queer as Folk. Oh yeah. Um there's only there's only a TV version. I don't know why I said that. I've written I've written the down TV the UK TV show Queer as Folk. It was remade in the US. Really? It was yes, unbelievably oh. it was. And some of the episodes were directed by Kelly Makin. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, she also directed some of the remakes of Being Human. Oh, so okay, she's nice. yeah, she's uh, big into uh, US remakes of uh, great crashes, uh, UK <laughs> shows. She also directed Mickey Blue Eyes. Right. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this? Starring Hugh Grant, yes, who was in Four Weddings and a Funeral, uh-huh. which was directed by Richard Curtis. Well done. I thank you. Well, I think yours that was, was a lot of homework. That was all I know. Yeah, I've been on holiday. You know. Oh yeah. So okay. uh, yeah, but I think yours is better. If we were on Countdown, mm-hmm. you would definitely have won that one. Most you direct got, route. It was I mean, yes. Yeah. It was. I like yeah. I like your first one because it links it back to our first exactly. podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. So um, you can you can connect every sort of British film to Richard yeah, Curtis in yeah. a way it's not, yeah. it's not even that hard is but, it, it wasn't that much of a challenge it wasn't as hard as I made it no definitely <laughs> not <laughs> definitely not so we, we've talked about some of the cast mm-hmm. so we've got Aidan Gill and Maria Doyle Kennedy they're the big stars mm-hmm. they're the people that you know yeah. from other things yeah. they've been in lots of stuff most of the other cast members are quite unknowns yeah, relative like unknowns fresh faced in this film yeah, aren't they definitely Whatever happened to, and I'm going to have to read this because I just forget his name, Ferdia Walsh Pilo, that is a name. It is a good name. Yeah. Whatever I don't happened? know. I mean, I don't know because I've not done my homework because I'm, you know, <laughs> keeping my theme going from the previous I've podcast. Seen, why not? Um, yeah. But I actually don't know. He because I've not seen him in anything like no. just, just randomly, just nothing, but he, he's talented. Clearly. Very talented. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Um, I think he did a lot of bits and pieces of stuff and theatre and whatnot before he was in this. This seems to have killed his career entirely. Oh, bless. Um, he, he's, he's playing Alfred the Great in Vikings. Right. Uh, on the TV. Uh, and he's the ambassador for UNICEF Ireland's programme Emergency Lessons, which is aimed at providing education to children caught up in emergencies, which is a great thing mm-hmm. to do. Um, but in terms of uh, films, he's... Uh, and indeed music, he's not really... Yeah, done very much after this, which is yeah, it's a bit of a, a shame. Bit, oh, a bit of a shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Jack Rayner, who I have to admit, apologies to Jack Rayner if you're listening. Um, <laughs> I, the whole time I was watching this film, the first time I watched it, mm-hmm. I thought that's not a bad Irish accent, but you can tell he's not Irish. Right. Right, but he is he Irish. He is Irish. Yeah, he is Irish. Yeah. So many, <laughs> many apologies. Yeah, I'm sure he's Irish. He is Irish. Yeah. Um, I think he was. Born in Colorado, if I'm right. Okay. But he was certainly bred in Ireland. Mm-hmm. And if you see him in interviews, he does have a uh, an Irish accent, which is so good that I thought it was fake. <laughs> but um, he's gone on to do a few bits of bits and pieces of other things. He was in Mid- Midsummer. Have you seen Midsummer? Oh, I've not seen it, no. And he does play an American in that very convincingly. So I think that's why I, I, I somehow got confused. Um <laughs> Although yeah, that was quite a few years after Sing Street, so uh, so yeah, so he's gone on and done uh, done some other bits and pieces, oh, quite a bit. But who's your MVP? Funnily enough, yeah, uh, Jack Rayner. Really? Yeah, yeah Brendan. It, it's. I just I think his character's fantastic because he's like he's dysfunctional, and you kind of think he's just a bit of a bum and a bit of a layabout yeah. and and just sort of annoys his parents just because he can. Yes. And he's just a bit of a grumpy sort of older teenager. He's a bit cocky at the beginning of the film. Yeah. yeah definitely. But Connor really looks up to him and you can tell throughout the film, like Connor, he, he always like looks for, to him for his opinions and he does. looks to him for some confidence in what he's doing and things like that. And then the speech that he makes that 
Brendan makes yes. towards the end of the film. Oh, it just makes my heart bleed. It does. It's such a cracking speech, and Jack Greener just delivers it so well. He does. And when he ends it with, I was a jet, jet engine. <laughs> we just put a song down ourselves. Yeah, you there. just, <laughs> Connor gets like a little bit teared up. Yeah. And you just think, yeah, you, you tell it like it is, man. Yeah. And yeah, so he's, he's my MVP because he's there for his brother all the way through. And then even like the scenes where he's a bit sort of sharp with his sister and just poking fun at his sister mm-hmm. and things like that you know in the next scene when the parents are going through a, a bit of a messy separation and arguing and things he kind of looks after his little bro and his little sister yeah. and gets them together and just tries to like take the mind off it and stuff yeah. and i think yeah he's a good he's egg. a good guy he is a good egg yeah I think it was between uh, Jack Rayner and um, Matt McKenna who plays Eamon oh, I love for me. Matt McKenna and I think well. I, I've great. got to go. I've got to go for Eamon. I yeah. just I just love him. Good he's, call. He's <laughs> great. Just with all his random rabbits. Oh, it's so cute. Um, yeah, and he's so annoyingly talented. Mm-hmm. And well, we all know someone like that. I'm sure. Yeah. That that can play every instrument that uh, kind on of... earth. That brings it round to favourite scene for me. <laughs> yeah. Because, like you said, we all know a yes. musician that they can play every instrument on earth and, oh boy, will they show you they can play every <laughs> instrument on earth. <laughs> Nothing brings them greater pleasure. Yes, that is a great scene. Um, yeah, so, definitely. yeah, Eamon's introduction is, yeah. is a favourite scene, but, he, yeah, MVP is a worthy winner of that. He's fab. He's just really low-key. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a he's in the background quite a lot, mm-hmm. but just I, I think he gets a lot of the really good lines. Yeah, um, yeah, I think he's great. Mm-hmm. So favorite scenes? Uh, I, do you know what? It's almost like we know what we're doing. The next the next question is, what's your favorite scene? It's amazing this. Isn't I know it? it's amazing. <laughs> really we're a finely is. tuned machine already. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Yeah, Eamon's introduction. Just yeah. the whole getting the band together. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's great. Yeah. I love it when they all come walking out of the buddy shed in slow-mo. Yeah, in slow motion. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's quite a hilarious moment. It is. It's great. Um, I love the... I was going to say the video, but it's not really a video. But it, it is... A, the whole film is... Where does the video stop and where does real life start? Mm-hmm. It's the, the boundaries are kind of blurred a little bit, aren't they? But yeah. um, when they're playing the song up... And it goes from where he's writing it, yeah. and then it goes to when they're performing it uh-huh. um, in Eamon's mum's living room, and then it goes to the video. Uh, yeah. And does does he does he record it and put it on a tape? And you see the whole yeah. the whole story, the whole process. The whole process. Yeah. yeah, I love that scene. Mm-hmm. I think that's really good. It is, um, and they're just they're, yeah, it's they're like just they're starting, starting to from, like kids just having a knockabout in yes, like some in the mate's living room, yeah, to actually they're like, becoming band. a proper band, definitely, yeah, yeah. yeah. I it's love a that good scene. moment, yeah. Um, when they get Barry to be their roadie at the end, <gasps> it's only a little, it's just a little scene, but I just think it's great. Mm-hmm. It is. It's how like how to deal with a bully, yeah, because actually, you got they turn up at his house. He could just knock their heads off, definitely. Quite easily, yeah. But they take him by surprise. Actually, going there and saying, "Look, come and like we appreciate what you your capabilities are. We see your strengths, yeah, <laughs> and we would like to befriend yeah. you and utilize your your strengths." So, Definitely. yeah, I think that's a really sweet moment. I think up to that point, he's a bit of a two dimensional character, mm-hmm. uh, particularly the bit where the film in the video, yeah, and he comes along with his dad, mm-hmm. and his dad. Slaps him 
Yeah. And then he immediately turned around and kicked something. Yeah. And you think, I get what you I get what you're yeah, saying. Like the he gets to say kicked, that he's suffering. So he's suffering exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's abused, and then he's going on to be an abuser. But I just think that seems just a little bit on the nose. On the nose is yeah. exactly yeah the description. It is. So I think up to that point, he is a bit of a two-dimensional character. But then when, mm -hmm. when they ask him to be the roadie and he comes out... He looks so happy. <laughs> he does look happy. He doesn't want to be a bully. No, and bless him, like, when they get into the school hall to set up for the prom, he's trying his best to be a roadie. He has no idea well, he's what he's doing. He's the worst And he's trying ever. to plug something in. And <laughs> he he's is. like, I don't know where this plug yeah. goes. And, yeah, well, oh, when he's trying. When's, when's the stage invasion, though? Yeah, yeah, uh, you know. Oh yeah, he, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He there. knows how to handle that. Definitely. Yeah. Off you go. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think he's great. Yeah, he's uh, very, like very cute character. But I don't think, I don't know. May, maybe you have a, an, another uh, favorite scene, but I don't see how your favorite scene in this film can't be the drive it like you stole it video. Uh, yeah. Um, it's just great. It when is. I saw that at the cinema, I just smiled. I yeah. just that whole scene. Mm -hmm. It was just like this is the best film ever. I know it is a nice, yeah, it's a good video. There are it some, video. there are quite a few films where there'll be a little scene like that, a little, or a little montage, or whatnot, and you just think I'm watching the best film ever. Mm -hmm. And it, you, it's not always the case. Like it wasn't in Rocky Balboa. Not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the montage in that, <laughs> but oh. uh, but in this film, you do just see that scene. You've got this is brilliant. Yeah. It's, it is. It's great, and the song. I, I think it's that's a brilliant song. I think that's actually the best song out of the original sort of I think music so. for the yeah. film as well, because I've actually been listening to it in the car a couple of times yeah. today, driving to and from work, and yeah, um, it's really it's totally stuck in my head. It's but yeah, yeah, when you think about it with the with the video in it as well, it's like oh, it's fab. It's, it's like a little really microcosm of the whole film because it's a whole wish fulfillment mm -hmm. video, isn't it? Because yeah. uh, Rafina's there. Yeah, she's turned up. Um, you've got um, uh, oh, his mum and dad are there. Mum and dad have turned yeah. up and they're together. And the priest uh, Baxter comes in, <laughs> yeah. cartwheeling, <laughs> uh, gives him his blessing. And his brother doing a bit of a like Back to the Future, nineteen fifty yeah. style knife fight. Thing. I thought like a, it's like a West Side Story kind oh, of yeah, fight, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know, like with that. the flick knife. Uh huh. Um, yeah, Brendan showing up like a budget Chris Pratt. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, they kind of. You know, yeah. they've done his, his, his hair and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think that's is just a great bit of the film. You could just watch it that is. over and over. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Is it a bit far-fetched? Yes. Yes, I'd go as far as saying it. it's a bit far-fetched. <laughs> it is far-fetched. And, and there's several points, obviously, in the, in the film where it is a bit far-fetched. But the one, the very, very last scene, <laughs> I'm going to spoil it. Please go and watch it before you listen any further. <laughs> um, there is no way could they not be capsized in no that way. tiny little boat following a giant ferry across. They're definitely going to die. The Irish Sea. Yeah. The, yeah. I've just come back from Belfast <laughs> so on a Stena Line ferry and I thought I might die. <laughs> So oh, it's absolutely sorry. <laughs> There's absolutely no way you can uh, you could do it. But can I read you something? This yeah. is John Carney on the ending. Mm -hmm. I have to say, when I went to see it the first time, the ending spoiled it a bit for me. I came out and I went, I liked it, but what was going on with that ending? Agreed. That was um, my first. Thought. That spoiled it. But the more I've watched it, the more 
I, I, I kind of like it or I've come to terms with it. Mm -hmm. John Carney says, I don't see it just as a happy romantic ending. I think that's the tone of the piece, but I think it's more like the setting off together. That's true, but I wouldn't say that's some huge relationship that's going to last forever, the kids. I sort of hope the scene at the end would look a little bit like a fantasy sequence. You're supposed to wonder where the reality ends and the pop video begins. Mm -hmm. But people are actually taking it very seriously and people are presuming that it's fully real, which is interesting. That wasn't the intention. Yeah. So I think he can, like we've said before about blurring the boundaries between the video and real life. Yeah. It's almost like this is, it's supposed to be a little bit of fantasy. Yeah. Um, which is that's fine. I can that makes I can get more on board sense. With that. Apparently, he did want to kill them off at the end. Oh really? Yeah, that was oh, <laughs> yeah. Because I which watched, would have made it a dreadful film. I watched like a little extra clip uh, with John Carney and Adam Levine. Mm. It, Le Levine. 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 Let's call the whole thing off. Adam Maroon Five. <laughs> that's the one. And Adam actually says to him, "Oh, and you got your happy ending. You know, yes. you finally got a happy ending yeah. in your film." And I thought, oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah they do. Yeah. But it it was just a bit too fantastical and silly. Yes, they're, not, they're going to hearing die. Hearing those words, what and you've just read. If they actually made it to Hollyhead, they've mm -hmm. got no money. They don't know anybody. What are they yeah. realistically going to do? Yeah. It's ridiculous. They're going to go camping in Wales and... Yeah. And, then and I don't know home. what. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it is a little bit silly, but it's mm -hmm. a fantasy. Yeah. And, and it meant that he got... To give like one of his films a happy ending. Yeah, exactly. You can make what you will of it. I yeah, think. exactly. Yeah, open to interpretation. Indeed. Mm -hmm. Would Rafina actually date Connor, or do we think that's a bit far fetched? I think she would. Yeah, I think she would date him because, she, like, before any of the. Well, I mean, she did make him sing, and he did say that he was in a <laughs> band. Yes. But you know what, teenage boy doesn't sort of do that sort of try and impress a girl with with things like that and she could probably see right through it i mean she looked like she was seeing right through it going yeah there's no way yeah. you're in a band and i don't think she isn't actually as cool and together as she makes out no anyway he kind she? of had a number straight away didn't he because yes. his friend um oh gosh what's the kid's name in the film the director yeah footnote darren of course it was Darren, it was played by Irish actor Ben Carolan. It is unknown whether or not he now owns a telephone. Yeah, so his friend says, oh, she's stood there on the steps opposite the school every yes. day. Yes. And she's not interested in any schoolboys. Yes. And straight away Connor says, so why does she stand there exactly, then? And that yeah. gives him the confidence to walk over to her because he's like, yeah, she might look like this glamour model yes. but she's a human being and she wants attention and yeah so that gives him like that confidence so yeah i think i think he had a sussed yeah quite early on yeah i think you're right yeah both of them really are pretending to be something that, yeah and they kind of recognize it in each other maybe yeah yeah she's supposed to be um one year older yeah than him. she's actually five years older um, in, in real, real life. life. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh. Yeah. A couple of minor things that we put in our last podcast. Uh, we, there's not really much of it in, in this film, but is there any running? There's not much running in this film. There's not, but just in the first music video. 
They do right. like the dramatic they do, music yeah. video yeah. running down an alleyway. Yes, they I do. think that's it. I love that first music oh, no. video. I, lo- I love the, uh, the, the joke teeth oh, yeah. at the end. It's just brilliant. <laughs> They've just got to get that shot in because he's like, I am having my vampire <laughs> yeah. teeth in this film. Um, um, there's a little run from the school at the there end. There is, yeah, it's the romantic run. run. It's a romantic run. Mm-hmm. It's not a fitness run. No, it's, not. <laughs> it's a little romantic That, to me, run. is kind of where the music video fantasy possibly starts. Yes. Is at that I point. I think you're right, yeah, because, I mean, I was trying to work out the timeline. So they leave the school. I mean, it's an end-of-school disco. It's not going to be... It's not going to finish late, is it? Mm-mm. And then they go... They go home... They, they go straight to Connor's goes, house and yes. to his brother. And he takes them to the key. And yeah. by the time they get there, the sun's coming up. Like, yeah, what, true. Have they been, what have they been doing all this mm-hmm. time? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like you say, I think that's the start of the... Yeah, like maybe there's like a, a mix from there on of fantasy yeah. and reality. Yes. Because I thought when they get on that little boat and uh-huh. take off, they're not really going to England, they're not really going yeah. to Wales. Yeah. The, to me... They're going to end up going to that little, little island, island where they had the first date. Yes. And I think yeah. that's quite sweet. Yes. And he's Although, just fantasising that he's taking her away to, to London, maybe, you know. Maybe, yeah. Maybe they go to the island, they have a little think. <laughs> they come back. <laughs> get get a real plan. <laughs> a proper plan together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They go to the that's island, it. they get hungry because nobody eats in this film. No. <laughs> Which takes us to another oh, yeah. part. Uh, yes, indeed. This is a cat who never eats as well. <laughs> uh, I was going to have to show him where he sees. Mate, come here. Come here. There it is. There it is. Ridiculous animal. We'll edit all this out. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe they do. Maybe they just go to the island. Yeah. And then they, then they come back. Yeah, I think that's more likely. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the next question, again, because we like running and we like food. We do, yeah. Both Those two things kind of go together. Mm-hmm. So, well, is there any good food? And the only good food, or the only food at all that I can think, apart from the Mars bar, uh-huh. um, is oh, yeah. the little picnic that they take to the island. Biscuits, biscuits, <laughs> yeah. And the actual flask. I mean, I'm sure we used to have a flask like that when I was little, mm-hmm. and I can actually taste the tea or coffee in that flask. Yeah. When I'm watching that scene, <laughs> it's like that kind that drinking coffee out of the plastic lid that yeah. came with the with the flask Do, to you does it always taste better or worse when you're drinking tea or coffee out of a flask um because you're looking a bit wistful there like going yeah oh, I'm, I'm not i don't think it necessarily tastes any better but it just kind of reminds you of happy days gone by yeah yeah so it's a nostalgic thing mm-hmm. i think yeah so yeah that flask was great and yes the biscuits the mid kiss biscuits Oh, yeah. That's a nice awkward moment. <laughs> See, I like this film because it's got all these, like, realistic... Yes. Like, you know, I, I think that John Carney, he, he was born in Dublin in 1972. So that would put him teenager yes. years in mid-80s. He's a, yeah, he's a couple of years older than me then, yeah. So I kind of wonder if this is a little bit like biographical in some so. ways yes. and I wonder if the biscuit kiss is part of that maybe that, maybe that happened yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe that happened that little awkward teenage moment yeah. where you really want to kiss your girlfriend yes but she's eating, but a, she's biscuit. eating a biscuit yeah and you're a gentleman so yeah. you know you've got to let her eat a biscuit you do yeah mm-hmm. yeah I think I think he has said that it is semi-autobiographical but that right. um, he was never as cool Aww. as Connor. So, again, it's kind of wishful for... Yeah, for, it's a bit for, of fantasy. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Everybody like, wishes they were that wishes, cool. Yeah, all the things he wishes it. Yeah, done stood up to the school. Yeah. teacher bully and the school bully. And... Yes. Yeah, but yeah, I don't think he ever did. It's good therapy filmmaking, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. So I've I've also put. Oh, it's a shame because we've just talked about the the flask and the biscuits and mm-hmm. the little trip to the island. Are there any bits you would fast forward? Oh, I've put in, in brackets here. Not necessarily fast forward, but. Uh, which bits would you check your social media? Because I think that's the thing that people do these days. People don't fast forward things. They just go, oh, I wonder what's going on on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. So any points where you would check your social media? Um, because I, I, I've put down the trip to the island. I know that's really, that's really sad. No, I can um, see why. But uh, I, I'm not sure it moves the story on. Mm-hmm. Too much, but you've—it's one of those scenes that I suppose they have to put in there because it's this foreshadowing of the trip to England slash Wales at, at the end. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you've got to—he's got to take her out on the boat, but it just seems to stop the film a little bit. Yeah, a few I can minutes. see what you mean though. Yeah. Um. There's no particular points that I thought. Oh, I'll check Facebook or. Yeah. Yeah. Something or tweet about the latest She Watchables podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just but you know first viewing really. Yes, and 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 then my second viewing was not too long after my first viewing. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I'm watching it the first time for the full experience and the second time for like kind of research purposes. Yes. Yeah. So mm, maybe if I watched it again, there might be the odd bit. Yeah. There's um, there's no great chunks of the film that no. Not really. That you, can, that you could chop out. No. Really. But um, yeah, I can see what you mean about, about the island not really like pushing the story yeah, forward. Yeah. I suppose there's a bit where um, Connor and Eamon are sat on a hill writing. Yeah. Another <laughs> song. Weird. Yeah. And, and, and it's unnecessary, really. But then it is, yeah, it's yeah. hilarious because yeah. someone nicks the bike and yeah. end up legging it after this person. And I but thought, it is oh, that's quite entertaining. It, it is, but then he gets the bike back. And... But I wondered if that was a bit of a shout out to once. Right. Because at the start of Once, he gets his that's his true. guitar bag nicked. Yeah, that's true. And ends true. up basically dumping his guitar and legging it Yeah. for like half a mile to get his, yeah, his you're money right. and his guitar bag back. So, so maybe, you need to, again. maybe you need to watch Begin yeah. Again and see if there's Is anyone there something get something similar? stolen yeah. and have to run after it. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Maybe. Director trademark. Yeah, could Maybe. be. <laughs> <laughs> you, might, you might be onto something there. It's a bit of a random scene. I am going to have to watch Begin Again now. The, just um, the, the, the scenes that you maybe don't like so much and can check your Facebook during, mm-hmm. they don't go on for very long. No, they don't. There's just, it, it, it's it like it a little tiny interlude. Pace. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Um, Favourite lines and can you use them in real life? Um, <laughs> I'm a futurist. <laughs> I reckon I could use that in real life. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Enigmatic. Yeah, I might try it in work tomorrow and just not? see. Yeah. Um, I think my favourite line in the entire film is no woman can truly love a man who listens to Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch, what's wrong with Phil Collins? <laughs> not my words. Not my words. Um, <laughs> I just think it's a, it's a funny line. Yeah. What, one of the lines that probably made me laugh was that uh, the exchange between Connor and his friend, whose name we can't remember, manager slash the manager director. Yes. Yeah. Uh, when he introduces himself with his calling card and he says, "Call me anytime," and Connor looks at the card and says, "There's no phone number on it," and it, his friend goes, "Oh yeah, we've, <laughs> we've not, not got, got a phone." phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think. Oh, that's so yeah. funny. Yeah. But also, 
quite true because mm-hmm. I mean we didn't have a phone for quite a while. Yeah. When I was when I was growing up. Yeah. My grandma and granddad used to have a phone over the road. Mm-hmm. And if there was a phone call for us, then they'd come across the road and knock on the door. Oh my, I sound about 85. Mm. Um, but yeah, them were the days. Those were happy days. <laughs> <laughs> With my flask and my biscuits. <laughs> um, I do also like the, um, the, uh, the first day in school were, um, unfortunately... Connor's showing off a little bit in class, but he doesn't really realise he's showing off talking yeah. about France and mm-hmm. French and uh, the 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 restaurant. Where's the oh. restaurant? Um, you're not in France now. You're bleeding spanner, which <laughs> does make me laugh. Yeah, that's a good line. <laughs> Just brings him right down. It's a to nice it. little throwaway. It is. But, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That does make me chuckle. And also the bit where uh, where Connor and Brendan sister who terribly, I can't remember the name of Anne. Thank you. Um, when you're she's welcome. studying. <laughs> And um, they, they tell her to stop studying just because you've given up on your dreams doesn't mean we have to. <laughs> <laughs> As they're just watching pop videos. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, yeah, there's some good. Yeah, there's some good witty lines yeah. in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everything sounds wittier in an Irish accent, I think. Oh yeah, I suppose it probably does. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's terrible that I couldn't remember a name. Is it a more movie? not is it it's not a mo movie no, at all it's not uh, we have three no four with Eamon's mum four main yeah. female characters in we but do we have several other female characters yeah in the mix as well uh-huh. but none of them talk to each other at, at any point no no I don't even think Anne and her mum talk no, to each other I was watching it intently the sons and Anne talks possibly to her dad yeah and and to her brothers. Yes. But none of them actually talk to each no, other. No, they don't. They don't. Yeah. But she's the only one, really. Anne is the only one who is actually trying to do something with her life. I know. <laughs> trying to do something uh, realistic, mm-hmm. shall we say, yeah. um, with her life. So she's quite a good role model. She's mm-hmm. an inspirational character. Yeah, in she's working ways. hard. But she even... Is. Even Anne's kind of like she's too grown up almost for her age because she yeah. strikes me that she's probably about seventeen. Yeah, like she's college age uh-huh. or something. But it's like she wanted to be. What does she want to be an artist? An art- yes, yes. But um, she used to draw. They were saying that she used yeah. to be an art. She wanted mm-hmm. to be an artist when she was younger. Yeah, and it's like almost like she's she's been made to have a reality check growing up yes yeah in that time in ireland and she realizes that you know she can't really sort of potentially waste time trying to do something that she loves she needs to just do something practical yeah that's gonna potentially get her a well-paying job and then she can actually live you know where she wants and, and the way she wants yeah so so yeah. she's a, she's a decent she, she doesn't have a lot of lines and a lot of screen time mm-hmm. but she's um she's, she's a fairly well-rounded she is character yeah actually. she is yeah mm-hmm. oh she she has like a little sneaky smoke as well when the three of them are hanging out in brendan's bedroom like yes. sort of trying to avoid the parents arguing so yeah she, that's like a little hint at a rebellious side and yes that she is still just a teenager actually and yeah you know if it, that's what you did when you were a teenager it would be <laughs> nice to see a bit more of her in it yeah but um it's not really her story is mm-hmm. it no it's not but at least they try and do something with her they character they yeah. don't just like you said she's not just like one dimension yeah or something. yeah 
Um, and even Eamon's mum, you know, mm-hmm. she's keeping things together while mm-hmm. Eamon's dad is away. Yes. So, you know, they're, they're, they're quite strong women. Mm-hmm. Um, and this goes to show that the the, the Moe movie, The Bechdel Test, it's a blunt instrument, isn't mm-hmm. it? Uh, just because a film doesn't pass it doesn't mean that there aren't strong female yeah. characters in it. But, yeah, no, no women in the band. Rafina isn't in the band, is she? She's just... No. Uh, She's just, just like in the, the in the video. Face. She oh. is, yeah, yeah. Footnote. Lucy Poynton, who plays Rafina, deserves a name check. She's gone on to star in a number of films, including Murder on the Orient Express, but most recently played sidekick to another charismatic frontman in Dexter Fletcher's 2018 film Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, Mo can't watch it. That's the bottom line. No. Mo can't watch this film, unfortunately. Mm-mm. It's not a but Mo movie. can you watch it with your mum? Absolutely. You can. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's um, very little bad language. There mm-hmm. is um, a very brief scene featuring an Ann Summers product. But blink and you've missed it. I mean, you wouldn't, I even, have, have, you wouldn't even have time to unwrap an Uncle Joe's mint <laughs> ball. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so this is a zero mint ball movie. Zero mint ball movie. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Very good. this is a zero mint ball movie. You can definitely watch this with your mum. <laughs> oh, I'm, I am going to have to sheet watch this again now just to. Figure yeah, out I think it's when is. the. Um, I think it's when the band are first uh, recording or, or practicing uh, downstairs mm-hmm. uh, oh. in, in Eamon's uh, house. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's very brief. It's very brief. It Hilarious. was just one of those things. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't notice it on the. It was only because in the context of she watching it, uh-huh. I was thinking, is there anything in here that's likely to you know make you reach for your mint balls, mm-hmm. as it were? And uh, yeah, that was the only bit that I <laughs> kind of <laughs> came up. Yeah, you can definitely watch it with your mum. Yeah. Um, other film references. Hmm. I think there's a there's a couple of references to Back to the, in fact Back to the Future is mentioned a couple yeah, of times. It is. Yeah. Despite uh, IMDB Bores uh, <laughs> it only having been released in Ireland at the end of the year that the film is supposedly filmed <laughs> in. Uh, yeah. There's such a thing as, you know, too much. Yeah. Too much detail. Yes, yeah, too much detail. Too much time. But, uh, but yeah, so he <laughs> mentions Back to the Future a couple of times mm-hmm. and obviously the drive it like you stole it video is very oh, yeah, reminiscent of uh, the homage. enchantment under the sea dance uh-huh. um, in Back to the Future, down to the punch scene when yeah. they're, when they're taking punch out of the out of the ball. Mm-hmm. It's exactly the same scene. Yeah, in in Back to the Future, and at the end when they do the uh, end of term uh, gig, uh, and he jumps off the drum riser. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. very reminiscent. Michael J. Fox of, style. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, so there's quite a bit of. Quite a bit of Back to the Future in there. Yeah. And people say The Commitments as well. I haven't seen for absolutely ages. I've never watched that. You've one. never seen no. The Commitments? You, oh, yeah, you probably do need to watch that. Okay. We can come back to that. Add that to a list. Um, My other list. The, <laughs> the long <laughs> list. Um, Maria Doyle Kennedy was in that. Right. So I think a lot oh, of people good. make the connection because mm-hmm. it's Irish. And, and the main character in that was called Jimmy Rabbit. Okay. So some people have said, oh, that's, that's why he's got all the rabbits. rabbits but uh, according to John Carney, he just knew someone 
who had a load of rabbits. <laughs> so that's, Are they uh, the rabbits that are in the film? I don't think they're the same oh. rabbits. I can neither confirm nor deny. But celebratory uh, rabbits. But uh, yeah, he says it's nothing to do with. It's not a commitments reference. Okay. You decide. Just I, I think rabbits are great. I know. It's <laughs> just so random. Oh, I just think it it just emphasises how like lovely Eamon is. I know. Like because he's always like yeah, just like rabbits. He and he's said, just caring for I them. Just lo- I think he said I love rabbits. I love rabbits. I just love yeah. rabbits. <laughs> and it's I like oh, one day he's gonna make somebody a very yeah. happy person being their other half. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's very sweet. Not referenced in the film, but you mentioned about what would its American counterpart be? Right, yes. And because so, obviously last time we did Hot Fuzz. Yeah. And that's an obvious bad boys yeah. homage. Uh-huh. Yes. So does this have a, a Hollywood equivalent? So my yeah, so my my thinking is it's rather like Hairspray. Oh not, okay. not in the sense obviously Hairspray is full on musical. Yes. People sing and dance everything out. Yeah. But it's got like very similar themes running through it. Yeah. It's like a coming of age story, it's about um sort of having a dream right having having you know something that you want to make possible but everything's kind of fighting back against you yeah and and you just have to find a way to get there because you know the character in her spray she wants to get onto this dance show but she's like a fuller figured girl right and that was just not allowed on yeah. this tv yeah. show and and she finds a way on the she she gets spotted yeah for her dancing skills which are just as good as everybody else's that are on there if not better, and she makes it on there, um because somebody gives her a chance and it's kind of yeah kind of feels like a similar you know it's set in high school and um she there's a romance story going on uh-huh. there where it's two people that you wouldn't necessarily connect together but yeah they kind of realize that you know they belong together yeah even if it's just at that moment and doesn't last forever, you know. And I think this is, going back to Once, uh-huh. which is a great <laughs> This is the title that Once is referring to a moment in time, mm-hmm. you know, where yeah. some people, a couple of people might meet and it might not be forever. It's just that on yeah. that occasion. Yeah. It all comes back to Once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but after what we were talking about before, I think you're going to rewatch oh, it now and no. go, oh, no. Perhaps this weekend. No, that's that's a good one. I've not seen her spray to my shame, but you've made me think about High School Musical. Oh yeah. And now I want to go back and watch that. And also School of Rock. Love School of Rock. Yeah. What a good film. Yeah. Her spray's great. Yeah. Um I yeah, I feel like you'd you'd really enjoy it. I'm sure I would. Yeah. I like a musical. It's worth a watch. I like a musical. I, I do love her spray. Um me and uh Mother Mint Ball. I <laughs> actually went to see it in the West End. Okay. How many mint balls? Oh no, 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 no required for her spray. That's no, very it's good. very wholesome. Yeah. But, so um, you saw the stage musical. Yeah, we saw yeah. the stage musical too. And Sing Street are having a stage. I believe so. Yeah. Put together because there already has been a version of once. <laughs> believe it or not, should you want to go and see it, so you can watch um, it twice. You can watch it twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was supposed to launch this year, but mm-hmm. I think with like one thing and another. one thing and another, yeah. <laughs> um, it is been postponed yeah. to next year but that but would be songs. interesting to see because obviously in the film the kids sing and perform their own yeah. music well it's not their own music but yes the original music for mm-hmm. the for the story so obviously they're going to have to they're going to employ kids young yeah. adults i should say they're not yes kids, yeah. young adults with the same sort of talents and things 
Um, but it'd be, it would be interesting to see and see what they do with the story if they stay pretty true to the film. Definitely. Because, it, you know, the film, it's... Not much wrong with it, is there? No. So, and I think the song, the song's just great. The songs things. will stand up anyway. Mm-hmm. Which brings us on to the soundtrack. Yay! I just put, <laughs> oh my, the soundtrack. <laughs> oh, the soundtrack <laughs> It's so good. It is. The original songs are great. Mm-hmm. Some of them, obviously, written by uh, Glenn Hansard, who wrote the songs for once. Mm-hmm. Drive it like you stole it won several awards for best original movie song. That was written by Gary Clark. Go Now was polished. It had been written, but needed some work. Yeah. And uh, Adam Levine, Levine, was brought in to, uh, mm-hmm. to do some work on to it. To give it some shine. Indeed, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, to me, it sounds like uh, Johnny Logan's Eurovision winner, uh, Hold Me Now. Oh, man. Which you now need to go off and listen to. Because <gasps> it's exactly yeah. the same. Um, but that was, it won the Eurovision in 1987. Oh. So Maybe it was intentional. Well, you never know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, but I don't certainly think he admitted that era. to that in the uh, video interview that I no, saw. No, I don't think he did. No, <laughs> it wasn't an homage yeah. to, uh, to Johnny Logan. But, um, yeah, it's certainly of the same era. It's the same. Mm-hmm. They've captured the, the same kind of uh, style, mm-hmm. which is true for all the other songs. Yeah. Because one of the songs sounds exactly like The Cure. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't sound like a specific Cure song that I'm aware of, but mm-hmm. it sounds very much in the same style. Yeah, um, girls, 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 reminds me of a song, um, an eighties song, and it's completely gone out of my head what the title is. Of course it has. <laughs> well, if you remember, let me know. I we'll, will. We'll, we'll, we'll pop that in. <laughs> There's foreshadowing in this because we spoke about the foreshadowing in mm-hmm. in Hot Fuzz. And again, if you watch the film a couple of times, you notice that um, his school teacher says at one point, oh, all the complicated girls and boys. Oh, okay. And he's like, oh, he's obviously gone, oh, right yeah, there. Picked up on that. <laughs> yeah. And he says, I'd quite like the bit in the park, the, the last the last meeting that um, Connor and Rafida have in the park, mm-hmm. where she's a little bit a little bit rude to him, you know. Yeah. Um, is, this, is this what my life's become, like sitting in a park with a 15-year-old boy? Yeah, and he just goes, just kind oh, of do you know what? It. Exactly, yeah. And yeah. he just, I like that bit. I like that he just mm-hmm. goes, uh, you know. Forget it, this. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he gets up and he just says, I've got to go now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, go now. Oh, yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah. yeah because Could you see him doing that right in the very first scene of the film? He's yeah. listening to his mum and That's dad right. argue. Yeah. And he's got his guitar and then he basically puts their argument into yeah. a song. Yeah. And yeah, so it's like a running theme throughout the, That's the whole it. film. But I didn't pick up on the one about the complicated no, no. girls and boys. Um, and to be honest, there might be more. Mm-hmm. That I haven't I'm sure he's obviously yeah, someone yeah. that walks around with a with a notebook, mm-hmm. writing down lyrics. But uh, you don't see that. But mm-hmm. yeah, he's 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 picking stuff up. And yeah, all the all the herdus, the herdus that go along with the the yeah. changes in in style. Yeah, it's You've like the limal herdu at the beginning with the blonde, and I assume that's who it's a reference to. Mm-hmm. And his cure look, yeah. his Robert Smith look. Yeah. I, I like it. I like the change in looks as well because, to me, it's like his character develops throughout this whole film, yeah. and it's portrayed in quite a few ways. So one is like with the way that he dresses. Mm-hmm. So at first he's just Connor from private yes. school in his school uniform and yeah. his sort of posh-looking brown shoes, um, and then as he starts to gain confidence, he bleaches his tips yeah and then he's got a bit of makeup on uh-huh. um and then that kind of coincides with 
like his attitude changing so yes. he gets his blonde tips and sort of gets a bit more brazen with Rafina like he makes a move on her yeah. and, and does to kiss her you know and make his feelings known yeah and his wardrobe changes as well so his wardrobe gets a bit more like sort of fancy with yeah. what he's wearing along with his hair and it's all like he would only be doing that if his confidence was sort of growing throughout the film and then he stands up to Barry the bully when he's in his when he's in like his proper yeah, yeah <laughs> he's like full on kitted out yeah yeah, yeah. Spandau Ballet style and then at the end he's on stage confidence high as himself yeah and he puts his teacher in in his yeah. place basically and, yeah and sort of gives him what for he does yeah yeah so yeah. what do we think um what do we think happens after the gig <laughs> <laughs> What, after the gig for Connor or after the gig for the rest of the band that for, just yeah, left for, her? <laughs> well, we, we, we hope, we, we can dream that mm-hmm. um, that Connor goes to London and gets a deal and comes back because mm-hmm. that, that was Eamon's plan, wasn't it? That, yeah. You know, um, but uh, do, do we think that, um, is it Baxter, the, uh, the priest? Do we, do, yeah. we think he, do we think he has to leave the school? I bet he doesn't. I know. I bet he doesn't at all. He'll just carry on. Because he leaves Pick the... On someone else, won't he? He leaves the hall, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, when he realises he's, he's not going to win. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Uh, that, it worries me. I it feel like me on the Monday the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot worse. <laughs> yeah, it, can, it does worry me a little bit. I don't know, maybe he goes home and has like a... Has a word with himself. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of, you know, has a good, long, hard look at himself and, and goes, I need to just let these kids... Yeah. Be who they're going to be. Absolutely. Do what they want to do. Yeah, yeah. I've written this under any other business, but it's probably a good place to... Uh, have you seen the um, slightly strange disclaimer in the credits? Uh, no. Because Sing Street is a real place. There is there is a real Sing Street school. Yes. And in the credits, it actually says, and I quote, this is a period film. Sing Street School, like much of Ireland, was a very different place in the 1980s than it is now. Today, Sing Street School is a progressive multicultural school with an excellent academic record and a committed staff of teachers. Mm-hmm. So you kind of feel like they have to yeah. <laughs> say that, yeah, this is a depiction. But that's of nice to know. Something in it, yeah, <laughs> this is a time gone by and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we're not, uh, please don't sue us for <laughs> misrepresentation. <laughs> misrepresentation. <laughs> Indeed, yeah, yeah. Which brings us to, has it dated? Mm. Well, obvious reasons, yes, because it's set in 1985. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Um, but there are themes in it, and it makes a point of the fact that things have changed. Yes. Dated-wise, like, I mean, there's racism in the film. But I love that. I love I mean, It kind of makes fun of people's attitude, doesn't it? It's yeah. Like, well, he's got to be able to play something. He's black. Yeah. You know, which is ridiculous. Yeah. But that is what, you know, people thought. I know. You know. I know. But, like, Connor just kind of calls him out on it. And, yes, exactly. You yeah. know, and actually yeah. says, no, you can't say that. Yeah. And he's like, why not? And he's like, just trust me. You can't. And yeah. that's because he's like... Educated yes, and does use thinking a, about does use these a racist things. Word. Not, not, not yeah. a terrible racist word, yeah. but does use a racist word, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. And, it, you know, of the time, as it were. But, yeah. you know, it's it's good that it sort of brings, like, those sort of differences between now and then. 
Or, yeah. Because we don't know. Definitely. I love the bit where they turn up at the house and say, is this where the black kid lives? Oh. And she says, no, it's four doors down with the girl. He's the only, the only black family. In yeah, Inky's mum is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, she has yeah. got attitude. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I do love that. I love it. So it's good because it, I suppose they could be forgiven for making a film set in mid-80s Ireland and not have any any black or minority mm-hmm. characters in it. They could be forgiven for doing that because she's quite right. You yeah. know, there probably was only one black family yeah. in Dublin at that time. So it's really good that they bring that in. But yeah, then, absolutely. like you said, they, they, they kind of make fun of uh, people's attitudes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't understand the English when he's speaking oh, really slow. No. <laughs> it's kind of it's, it's like cringy. Something but... wrong with him. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Oh, um, um, so like the I put for dated as well. Um, the bully teacher. Yeah, you know. Hopefully, I'm fairly certain we don't. Have you that. don't get that, and you no. certainly don't get it like in that sort of level. No, anymore. it no. just would not be tolerated by anybody. I don't think so. Um, no, I think you're right. But yeah, so it is dated. But again, it's you know it's 1985 yeah. in the film, so it's got to be in there because that's pretty much what it was like. Exactly. Um, I thought that the the technology, but the funny thing about the technology is you've got the tapes and the video cameras, which mm-hmm. are enormous. And then I thought when I watched the film first in two thousand, well, it was made in two thousand and sixteen. Mm-hmm. The headphones that Rafina's got on. Yeah. Probably look ridiculous mm-hmm. and dated, but now everyone wears enormous headphones, <laughs> <That's a good> <laughs> so we've come back around yeah. again. Yeah. So yeah, when I was watching it um, uh, last week, I just thought, yeah, those headphones look perfectly up to the minute. Now. Yeah, I'm surprised like, tape cassettes like haven't come back yet. I know. I wish they would. Yeah. I've got loads of tape cassettes still. <laughs> mixtapes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have I some banging I tunes on my mixtapes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they will. Maybe they will. Hopefully, hopefully. I like that everyone is smoking in the school, including the teachers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a lot of smoking. Yeah. There is. And we're aiming, they literally cut straight from Eamon telling his mum he doesn't smoke to a seat where he's smoking away in the shed. Yeah. Um, Scallywag. <laughs> and then another thing which, again, I thought... Um, yeah, it's only kind of four years old, but the start of the film shows Irish people immigrating to England in search of hope <laughs> yeah. and uh, jobs and, and whatnot. Oh, how the tables turn. Indeed, yes. <laughs> Indeed. But just the very idea at the end of the film of someone getting in a boat mm-hmm. to, in a, in a and very obviously yeah, unsafe yeah. Uh, craft mm-hmm. and going across, uh, you know... A, relatively small stretch of water mm-hmm. uh, in search of better things better yeah yeah better life that's bang up to date isn't it unfortunately yeah, it is. so yeah it's got some themes in it that have actually come back round again yeah haven't they mm-hmm. interesting it, is it covid safe there's a big crowd at the end of the uh, the gig but they are mm-hmm. all wearing face masks they're all wearing face coverings. <laughs> yeah. So. Maybe not like NHS approved <laughs> face masks. I don't think masks. they were. No. I don't think no. that would count. They're not, they're not N95s. No, no, definitely not. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, I suppose so. It's relatively safe. Yeah. 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 At the end, at so. least. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's only thinking of health and safety. Of course. He's, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's not really trying to one up the teacher. No, definitely not. <laughs> no. Um, and then the, the public transport when they're all sitting around on the train mm-hmm. and when they're dancing with the lady. Because oh. um, you do. It's lovely. It is lovely, but you do watch these things and go, oh, there's too many of those. But, oh, it's yeah. okay. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. This yeah. is, you know. No touching. No touching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's um, an arrested development uh, <laughs> joke for anybody <laughs> that wants to watch that. <laughs> I think our, I think maybe our our last, our last question. Could it start a franchise? And do we need a prequel or sequel? Mm. I think there's some bits and pieces in here that are ripe for exploration. Yeah, yeah. I I was thinking the same thing that yeah. a sequel would actually be quite good. Ten yeah. years later. Yeah. Sing Street 95. Yeah. Like, this is England, you know. Yes. Like, that, that sort of... Also, that would be amazing music. It would. <laughs> that would be such a good soundtrack. <laughs> I know. That's it. I think I think we need this. What is John, John Carney, Carney working on now? Do you have his email address? <laughs> please. We would like a Sing Street 95. That would be fabulous. Footnote. Since 2019, John Carney has been working... Footnote. Since 2019, John Carney has been writing and directing the Amazon original series Modern Love, which has featured such megastars as Tina Fey, Anne Hathaway and Dev Patel. It has recently been recommissioned for a second series, so it doesn't look like he needs any help from us, but, you know, the offer's still there. We find out what Brendan's doing. So mm-hmm. he's starting to write music at the end, isn't he? Yeah. He's starting to write again. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he gets himself together. He's he stopped smoking. Yeah. And he's trying to make something of himself. So, you know, I kind of like to find out what happens to him. Yeah. I think that was the... Again, when I saw it the first time, I did think he's an interesting character. Mm-hmm. And he almost... He's almost too much of an MVP. Yeah, almost steals he almost, it. He does, yeah. yeah. He almost steals the narrative yeah. where you're like, oh, I'm not really bothered about them. I want to know what Brendan's up yeah. to. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think uh, it'd be nice to see what he's getting on. Mm-hmm. And it'd be nice to know that Connor went back for the band. You it know, would. that he sort of yeah. made it yeah. and, and got his lads over. That would be good, yeah. Or maybe we have like a Bohemian Rhapsody-style story where, oh, you yeah. know, he, he might go off on his own and, and then they might reunite. Yeah, maybe. We're, like, we're maybe they went this. on to... Big things separately. Maybe they did. Maybe yeah. he just became a songwriter. Possibly. Maybe yeah. the band went in another direction and, yeah. and they find their way back to each other. Possibly. Yeah. And Rafina is a model now, maybe in '95. She could be starring in like other bands' music videos. Yeah. Connor could be a bit like, oh, she was supposed to be in my band's music videos. I've given this too much thought. We're just, yeah, we're basically <laughs> writing this yeah. film. We're writing on Carney. <laughs> We've got this sorted. We've got the screenplay. It's uh, <laughs> we're good to go. Yeah, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook <laughs> and Insta. And Insta. I think that's probably a good place to leave it. Yeah, I feel like we should go now. Go now. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I should burst into song. <laughs> I won't. Don't worry. Oh. <laughs>